everyone. I'm Vanessa Cassani. Welcome. I'm Elizabeth Pudwell and this is The Meadow Report. And I do have a little bit of a voice issue today, so I'm going to try to let Vanessa do most of the talking. We'll see how that goes. Yes, hopefully it goes well. Um, <clears throat> so The Meadow Report is an old style of communication where women would go out into the meadow and look for berries and um, foods and water and come back to the tribe and share it with their tribe. And so this is kind of our modern take on that. We just really like to share resources that we run into. Yes. You know, much like, a, you know, if you go into the meadow, you get resources and the same thing. Mm -hmm. We bring resources back to our community, our mm -hmm. village. And so today we have a special guest. My friend Georgie Holbrook. Yes. And Georgie and I have been friends for quite a while and um, when I met Georgie, she had written one book. Now you have how many? Four. Four books. <laughs> Four so books. Georgie's wow. an author. She's a healer. So you want to introduce yourself to our audience? <laughs> All right. Um, I'm an emotional wellness and also holistic educator. Written my four books. Um, but I've also, for many years, my, my work... Um, Phone calls coming in where 40% was international. Oh, wow. And now that the web is so big, I don't get that audience. But I, too, am looking for a tribe, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm in the holistic field, and I believe in natural laws that we've overlooked, kind of going back to your metal story, and that if we really stop today and think about it, that the universe is governed by very accurate, precise laws, the stars, the moon, mm -hmm. the planet, the, the sun, you know, and that intelligence lives and breathes inside of each one of us in every cell of our body and can keep us healthy. So if we scratch our arm today, it heals. So what, where are we going astray? So because you gave the beautiful story of the meadow, I'd like to share that what if we were all sitting on a riverbank today and we notice the river flows in one direction mm -hmm. and when it comes to a big rock, it, it just joyfully rolls around that rock and keeps on going. But we as a society have been taught to go upstream against mm -hmm. the nature of our bodies, mm -hmm. doing things we don't enjoy, uh, feeling devalued, that we don't matter. Because if you're going against the current of life, it is going to be hard. And we're using our minds and our self-talk to almost destroy us. I'm not yeah. good enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not the right. I, I'm not pretty enough. Whatever that message is, our self-talk sometimes is very hurtful that we're not acknowledging. We just keep it a secret inside, but our body tells our story because it's so dishonest. It's so opposite of how we're created. So there's a grander version of all of us that is wanting to submerge and come up and be in the meadow and, mm -hmm. and form a tribe of especially women where we can share these things and listen to our own heartbeat. Mm -hmm. I love what you were sharing that. with Vanessa before we started recording about the pushing down of emotions because I do agree with you. Mm -hmm. I think whenever you're not um, expressing your emotions or dealing with them, that they will squeeze out, especially if you're a constant person who pushes them down. You mm -hmm. know, that it will, it'll squeeze out in some way. In some way, for mm -hmm. sure. I agree yeah. with that. So we're living without peace within without having harmony within ourselves, and we're not authentic. So we're doing things we don't enjoy, mm -hmm. we're making our yes and no, we're trying to be good people, 
and we're given out of exhaustion and calling it love, but it's ending up being resentment, but our body is breaking down and we're having all these different conditions that literally are a language that I help people interpret that's saying, no, you're going in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. You're aging yourself because you're going against the flow of life. Mm -hmm. Resistance. I love right. that. Yeah. Yeah. So That's tell great. us what you, you know, what you call that. What was the term that you used? Cranio. Okay, so I do some personal work on people and um, call it craniosacral. Um, it's working with the head and the spine and the tailbone. So if we go through life, let's take the story going upstream all the time. Then we're tense and we're tight, and we're anxious and we're reaching for addictions just to feel something. But if we're living that way as a lifestyle, then what happens? is our whole skeletal just becomes shielded. We don't want to feel anything and mm -hmm. we want to act strong and tough and, and it's not working. So craniosacral, when it first was introduced in my life, I was like 42, 43 years old when it was like stepping in a healthy person's body when my whole mm -hmm. skeletal system opened up. So now I help people experience that too. But I also do remote work and I also do phone work with people both nationally and locally. So it's not something that you have to come to me for, but to understand the basics of how the human body and 12 organ systems work in harmony with each other. And um, So how so would how you diagnose you? yourself with uh -huh. that? How would you know you had it? So that's a great question. So I've got a, a survey that I give people, and you can email me or get on my website, and, and actually I can send this to you. But I'm going to ask you a few questions, and it's how you answer yes to these, and you count how many yeses. Okay. Do you often find yourself exhausted? Do you have hair loss? Do you have a short or long-term internalized quiver, similar to being fearful? Now, when I had that, I didn't realize that I had so much stress and trauma on my body at one point in my life that I could actually uh, shut down the organ system and it was quivering because it was out of harmony within nature. Mm. So the quivering means that I would have never healed unless I would have come back to peace within mm. of understanding how the organs work with each other. So it is our tribe. It's like our internal tribe mm -hmm. that we don't understand. Mm -hmm. So, do you have hair loss? Uh, do you experience pain in your feet? Do you have swelling in your hands, legs, or feet? Do you experience anxiety, fear, or nervousness? Do you have roller coaster mood swings along with depression? Do you feel emotionally or spiritually empty? Do you internalize your anger, rage, and upsets? Have you had losses that you have not been able to grieve or heal? Do you have TMJ, which is your jaw problem? Some people have to wear a retainer. Do you grind your teeth? Do you often find your stomach tense, tied in a knot? Do you often have digestive issues like belching, gas, bloating, indigestion, right? Do you experience headaches? Do you get mouth ulcers or have yeast infection? Do you experience mucus in your throat or have sinus allergy issues? All of that line goes directly with the colon. In Chinese medicine, the colon and the lungs work hand in hand. The first sign of the colon being out of balance is gonna be mucus in your throat. Mm -hmm. And I believe uh, cancer starts in the colon is my belief. Okay, do you have bad breath, foot or underarm odor? Are you taking prescribed medications? And do you really uh, regularly take over-the-counter drugs? Do you consider yourself overweight, underweight, suffer from constipation? 
And here's a big one that I find. Do you have unresolved issues or unforgiveness for yourself? Because unforgiveness towards self becomes the highest form of self-abuse. Hmm. I'm working with a client right now that's had <clears throat> unforgiveness for 23 years. She's had cancer, fibromyalgia, major colon issues, and the list goes on and on. She's healing. Do you experience pain somewhere in your body daily or weekly, which is a, a major thing that we just deny. So that's a few of them. Hmm. Um, I could say that I have a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> I think I answered yes to four. Yeah, I think mine was like four or five. So our emotions manifest in a physical form as a language. And because we don't understand our body and haven't been it, uh, educated in this area on a holistic level, then what we do is we do trial and error remedies. Mm. We go out and we listen to this person, that person, whatever, and eventually wear ourselves down from trial and error. And then we distrust our body to ever heal. And we go totally into confusion and uh, distrust our body to heal. Mm. So what I do is I teach people the mechanics of the body and how to come in alignment with nature and to experience. The main thing is to experience, it's not just words. Mm -hmm. Because we've heard a lot of words, but how, how can I live in harmony with myself when I have this busy lifestyle that we have, right? right? So I feel that there's like two realities. There's the reality of our lifetime tra training going upstream, mm -hmm. and then there's a new reality that many of us haven't experienced yet, you know, of, of what does it feel like to just be in my body and be happy and have joy and not feel empty. Mm -hmm. Right? And, yeah. and to have self-nurturing as priority rather than being very low on the list. I like that. And so how did you get into this field that you're working in? <laughs> That's a great question. Thanks for asking it. I uh, was very successful in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. And I was a trainer and recruiter. And there wasn't too much I couldn't solve. And I worked seven days a week, many times ten 12, it didn't matter how many hours, right? Because underlining my work addiction was a story that I didn't matter. Mm. I had been raped as a young person and it just kind of carried in to a lot of different areas of my life where just bring it on. I can do the work of five people. Or mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like an exaggeration, but it really wasn't. I would just take it on because I didn't want to feel. Mm. And so at 37, all that stopped when I got allergies and took five months of allergy shots three times a week and um, wow. out of that my face started turning red and I started getting rosacea really bad and fast forward I knew nothing about my body so that's why I want to teach people about their bodies so they're into prevention and can avoid illness even mm -hmm. right let alone disease and cancer and all the rest of this stuff mm -hmm. and avoid suffering I just say you know we're suffering and popping pills because we think it's a way of life. It's not a way of life. Yeah. And so that's how I got into um, wanting to heal holistically. I love that. Uh -huh. So it was seven years, and at the end of seven years, I was progressively getting worse. I was losing my eyesight. My face was bright red. Most people thought I had been in a fire. And my way wasn't working until I met one doctor that understood the immune system. And when he, I only had one hour with him, but when in one hour, 
He told me enough information that I would never heal with that quiver inside and not having peace within and to stop going to doctors who were scaring me from all the pictures and the diagnosis. Mm -hmm. See, the diagnosis sometimes just by itself will scare us to death because we'll create it. They'll say, well, you have this, and then all of a sudden you run with that idea. Go Google it, Uh see what it is, what all the stuff is. is. So I um, actually got into a group and healed emotionally. And in nine months to a year, my face healed, my eyesight came back, and I dedicated my life to sharing my stories to try to help other people not go down the trail that I did. Because I almost destroyed myself. Because by 42 years old, I wasn't reading and driving, and my face was bright red, and I'm lancing boils every day, and my face now is like coarse. They called it like elephant skin was the diagnosis. And um, it really looked like my life was over. Wow. But it all healed. And you can see my face, the capillaries healed, and my eyesight came back. And and the story is went around the world in my books. Yeah. Wow. That's because if you can solve a, a skin issue, skin is the last place something's going to uh, show up. So it's coming from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So when people say, well, I don't have rosacea, so I can't relate to you. No, no, no. The principles work the same way. There's basic principles that once you understand how the body operates with the mind and the spirit and in harmony with nature, it's a beautiful thing. We're made beautifully. Oh, so how, so do you, how do you help your clients? What do you do with them? Mm-hmm. So I try to take a client where they're at. Some are advanced and some are just beginning. Some are in great pain. Some have a major health issue. So I also work with a nutraceutical company where there's a product that has 53 patents on it that actually will teach people how to heal at the cell level almost anything. So the product doesn't do the healing, but it gives it the nutrients and the nutrition so the body can self-heal. So there's many modalities that I share. I do guided imagery, but right now I'm looking for a tribe. Mm -hmm. I decided, I I just drove back from Michigan. I've been up there for a while helping a person up there that I love dearly who's blind and and, um, legally blind and deaf, and I was helping him rearrange his house and as I came back, I was praying, you know, I can do one-on-one, but I want to spread the word. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for locations where I can come in and enhance their business because I'm a national speaker. I've taught in 16 states, and I really understand my subject. But I would like to gather, especially women, and help them on a level and, and then grow, grow a tribe. Every four to six weeks, come to a location, grow that tribe, and then come back again on a regular basis and keep that going. Mm. Um, I like that. Where we can share our stories and live our passion, not our pain. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's beautiful. And how do they do that? I mean, what's the work like? Is it like hands-on or is it emotional work or... Uh, it can be all of it. So I do this evaluation and I have another evaluation I give people, but I allow them to tell their stories also. Mm-hmm. So one of the classes I teach is issues in your tissues where I do it with art and dialogue where you, it's even great for young people to figure out what they're feeling and draw it out. Mm. So it was one of the modalities that I created to help people move out ahead knowledge into what is your body telling us. It's beautiful. That's awesome. So you've written four books now? Four books. Wow. And so what are those books 
Or is it all relating to this, or is it? They're all self-help books coming out of my story. Uh-huh. So the first one is Joyful Holistic Remedies, which has went around the world several times. People will, uh, lady from India today was calling about my book. So oh, that's, that's really awesome. cool. And then the next one was uh, about rosacea, but it also covers um, how anger shows up in physical form mm. to sidetrack us because the mind says, oh, don't show anger. So then it shows up in a physical form. So then we go down that trail um, trying to solve it physically when it's emotionally. Mm. And it also covers how the emotions actually come up in a physical form and to understand that. And then the third book is on autoimmune, taking my story in baby steps, showing how I could have prevented it at any part of the story if I'd understood and empowered myself with the yeah. knowledge that I have today. Yeah. And then it gives client stories too, so interwoven cool. in some of the books. And the latest one came out this year in, in February, um, My Spiritual Journey, is how, how to Believe in Answered Prayers. Because many times we were taught to beg God, and where is God, and how does it work, and, and, and just feel so disappointed when if you get in harmony with what we're talking about, if you go with the, with the river, right, with the flow, and you understand how prayers are answered, you become one with the one. Somebody that's larger than us, that's bigger than us, that does have the answers and will help us and get our prayers answered. If you found yourself, like if one of our listeners has found themselves in the, where they're fighting, resisting the flow, what would you tell them? How do they get to where they're not. How can they turn around and go the other way? <laughs> right, right. She looked at her watch. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure of how much I was. Um, so I really teach a lot around self-nurturing because we haven't learned to nurture ourselves. I have a client right now that just hated looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And she's like maybe 60 years old, you know? So, um, so we start. I don't think that's unusual. Yeah, right. I was at a meeting today, and a young woman. She had. She recognized this thought that she's had for a long time, and it's I hate myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I I work with people, um, just like that, like Elizabeth just said, where they hate themselves and they have a poor body image. They have a really mm-hmm. poor self talk. They've been wounded in many different ways to create this story and to really share with them how to self-nurture themselves and turn that around. Um, First it starts in baby steps because it's really new to them. But just to sit and share with them either on the phone or in person that that they have a false story going on and and to really learn how to love themselves. So I, I relate it to an orphan story because it was really meaningful to me that say that there's an orphanage that the three of us go to and we notice out of all the children there's one little girl sitting in the corner she doesn't relate to anybody she's been adopted out twice and then brought back not because she has a physical problem but because she doesn't play and communicate with others her eyes are sunken in and she's just this quiet person but we decide we're going to take her home so that little girl kind of lives inside of all of us that hates herself can't figure out why she doesn't have a home and why she is uncomfortable and her skin and on and on. So our stories can be different, but the orphan girl, what does she need if we bring her in our home? She needs self-nurturing. She needs to know that when you promise 
you're going to self-nurture, you self-nurture. That's mm -hmm. the priority. You're in an emergency. You're going to turn your life around. Mm -hmm. So if it's, you know, setting up a meeting to do something that, that's really self-nurturing for self, like self-massage, I'm really into people touching their own body, you know, going from the toes. Life would be different without a little toe. So I teach people how to do this prayer with their body because what you praise responds to you, mm -hmm. right? It just responds to you so beautifully. And what you curse and deny and neglect, just like the orphan child, you will find that's the response you're going to get in your body. You're just going to feel emptier and emptier and feel no connection to a higher power. Mm. I like that. Wow. And I think it's interesting how you uh, use the example of a child. I, th I feel like it's a lot easier for people to kind of see that when you think of it as a child, but not so much when we think about ourselves. You know, when you see a child, you want to nurture that child and soothe that child, but we don't really take that time for us. So there's an inner child in all of yeah. us, mm -hmm. yeah. and unless we heal that inner child and our story from our childhood, um, many people, yeah. many, many people say that we will never heal Yeah, that woundedness, that wounded spirit. Well, you're doing really good work in the world, for sure. Thank you. It's so needed, for sure. How much is diet a part of this? Is it, does it matter? Or? Diet's uh, a major part, but in my world, since I work with the emotional side, Emotions play about 80% of the lifestyle. And then when you get your emotions straight of who you are, you're going to want a better mm -hmm. diet. It's going to come yeah. out of that. Naturally, mm -hmm. for sure. I find that too. But if you hate yourself and you curse yourself and you think you don't matter, then it doesn't matter what you eat. Yeah. But once you have that self-empowerment and you start falling in love with yourself, man, you look at everything and go, no, I'm not doing that anymore. I want to love my body right now. Yeah. And this is what's going to feel good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Do you think that you can, like, turn it around just by doing that? Eating better, sleeping better, exercising, just nurturing yourself? You can if you take it serious. So a lot of people are in... They'll um, do it for a little while. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're in crises, and they do, they make yeah. a change, and then yeah. you they know, go, go right lose back. Weight. So I yeah, go, yeah, when yeah. I start weight control, and two weeks later, I say, screw it, and go on, right? right. Mm -hmm. So I have an evaluation that looks at 16 areas of your life, but people get to evaluate themselves, get their own answers. There's no shame in it, because there's a story that says you can't see the trees for the forest. We can't see, when we're in our daily routine, where we're ever going to have balance and harmony right mm -hmm. and so when they get their own answer then I help them see this is where I want to teach you in baby steps mm -hmm. so if you score yourself from 1 to 10 if you're at a 1 let, let's go the 1 being low then let's go from 1 to 1 and a half I'm not going to overwhelm somebody and say no so I've had two three life coaches come in and score themselves really high, like nines and tens. And then I'll say, so how come you have a health issue? Because mm -hmm. it doesn't relate. Yeah. And then when they come back and they really start studying with me, um, there's been major changes in awareness. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we convince ourselves that, man, I've got the right house and the right husband and the right, right. children and the right and the right. And underneath it, it's like, oh, man, how do I hold it all together? Yeah, We're there's definitely the a lot of denial, I mm -hmm. find, too. So that's that's a good point. And there's one statistic that, I don't know if you folks have heard this, but one out of three women will be raped in their lifetime. One out of every six men will be raped in their lifetime. But 
one out of three women will have cancer in their lifetime. And I don't know if they're related, but in my heart it just feels like there's some relationship there. Yeah. Well, I do think if you don't heal your past and get okay with it, then yeah, it's going to manifest in mm -hmm. some way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. disease doesn't just happen. Right. Yeah. Disease doesn't just happen. And we can go and get it diagnosed and, and cut it out, but you can't cut out the emotion that caused it. Mm -hmm. Or that fed it. Uh-huh, or that fed it, mm -hmm. that unhappiness. So how much of that do you teach your clients? Like, um, one of the things I notice is that, you know, in 12-step work, it's very common for women and men to come in and be really desperate, mm -hmm. do the work, stay, you know, until they're done. Then they start feeling better and they disappear. And what they've really done is they've started this steady diet of, you know, nurture, mm -hmm. taking care of themselves. And then they abandon it when they start feeling better. Right. So how much of that, like a continual feeding process, is part of your teaching? That, that is really an excellent point. Because when we start feeling good, sometimes we'll go back to what's familiar. Yeah. The same old, same old. Maybe a little different. Maybe we're not drinking or whatever that, what that addiction is. Mm -hmm. But we haven't uh, adopted it as a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So what I want is I want people dedicated to change. I want people that are dedicated to growing spiritual roots so that the winds of life and the changes of life don't take us down another trail of disappointment, right? And so if we learn, spiritual roots are like our oak trees here where they have a big tap root, right? Mm -hmm. So the wind sometimes will, might upset us, but if we know internally how this system works really well, then I call it our sacred vessel, that I'm not going to violate it anymore because I can feel the difference. Mm -hmm. I know when I'm out of harmony, mm -hmm. right? I know that when I'm with a group of toxic people, I know how it feels inside because I'm going to walk away feeling exhausted, empty, angry, why did I waste my time, they're not interested, right? Or I can come into wonderful people like you two where I feel enhanced when I leave because we're on the same page and we're gonna mm -hmm. take care of ourselves and we're committed. We're committed and challenge ourselves to heal regardless, like myself, of what is coming at us, mm. <clears throat> right? Yeah. Do you think you can teach that or is it just different people? It has to be somebody that's hungry, hungry for change and tired of what's familiar. So we can't keep creating <coughs> from our past mm -hmm. because it's kind of like this is the way mom and dad did it and this is the way, you know, it just goes down generations. So we're creating a whole new reality of what's possible. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of that is the self-love stuff. Like if you're in this place of self-love and acceptance, you're going to want to like thrive and create more experiences where you're thriving and connection with other people and well and even just the you know you said make the unfamiliar familiar mm -hmm. it's so funny because we've been working on that in the yeah. other way mm -hmm. and once you have a little bit of experience with that and some success then you're not so afraid to try it again right. and again right mm -hmm. and to live by example mm -hmm. don't try to go out and preach it to somebody else and about what you just learned. Live by example and they will ask you what yeah. you're doing. Just came back from Michigan. I live in Texas here in uh, the Houston area, but I went to 
uh, Upper Michigan to be with my friend since the time he was two years old. He's been legally blind and deaf and he's now 70 years old. A brilliant man locked in his body. Knows more natural remedies than I do and maybe five other people. And so I went up. I'm kind of like a guardian for him that I kind of adopted myself to be in his life to check on him because I care a lot about anybody that suffers. And so I got up there and he had a water leak and then he had electricity problems that he hadn't even noticed. And so the local people said, oh, you won't get a plumber for a month around here and they're really hard to find him, man, they're really expensive. And I'm like, it's just going over my head. No, I know somebody, somebody's gonna appear. And so this story kept going with the locals. And then, then I just know that the law of attraction is I will attract the right people. And I, re, I re, attracted two people almost in 24 hours. And I thought of Elizabeth because she's taught so many people around knowing somebody that cares enough to show up for another person in need. And so today I'd like to sing a song that I came up with and uh, it goes like this. Everybody knows somebody somewhere. Everybody knows someone who cares. Everybody knows somebody somewhere. Join us because we care. Everybody knows somebody somewhere. Everybody knows someone who cares. Everybody knows somebody somewhere. Join us because we care. So how do people find you, Georgie? <laughs> so I have a website and um, my name is Georgie, G-E-O-R-G-I-E -E Holbrook, H-O-L-B-R-O-O-K. My website is joy like a lady's name, J-O-Y dash, then full, F like Frank, U-L-L dot com. You can download free chapters of my book um, for free. And also my phone number is 281-218-8773. And I'm here to serve and to um, teach people how to live better. And we can all be like the tribe you're talking about. Go to the meadow and really learn from nature. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. And you're doing that for sure. Well, and I thank the two of you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Okay. Until next time, if you guys have any questions, please email us at themeadowreport at gmail.com. And we have a Facebook and Instagram at themeadowreport. Um, and as always, it's always helpful to like and share and subscribe um, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Till next Thank time. Thank you. <laughs>